Welcome to Stories of Change and Creativity. I'm Judy Oscom, a university professor and Gallup Strengths coach. On this podcast, we explore ideas and strategies that help us understand our superpowers so we can enjoy the journey. On this episode, I talk with movement coach Lisa Byrne. For Lisa, life is all about motion. She inspires people to embrace movement and creativity, both online via Zoom and from her studio in Pennsylvania. I hope you enjoy our conversation. I call myself a movement coach. Uh, I sometimes get uh, tangled up in what is it that I actually do? Um, So, yeah, I actually started off way back uh, many 30 plus years ago uh, doing some personal training once I got out of college. And uh, then I got into Pilates in the late 90s and I got certified in that. But once I got into teaching Pilates, I come from more of a sporty background and Pilates is these days for everybody. But it was originally designed, you know, for dancers and there were some things in there that I, I got, I had to learn, but I thought, gosh, this is, this is very different than my background. And as I was teaching people, this was in the year about 2005, after I had been in, been in it for some time, um, I thought, you know, life is about movement. It's not about just doing one thing. It's not about doing just Pilates. So how can I take these people that are coming to me and uh, they don't want to stop moving? Most of the people that I I have, they're 55 plus, up to, up to 80, maybe even beyond there. They don't want to sit on the sidelines. So how can I kind of configure things that life is movement? So how do we draw other, other pieces into it? And how can I help them change from the inside out without having to just stick with one discipline? And so that's how I got into it. And then ever since then, it's I pull different things into it. You give me anything and, and I can figure out, you know, how can we move with that? There's, a, there's so much movement opportunity uh, in the world. And uh, that's just what I help people see. Where's your movement opportunity? Well, and, and I, I found you on Instagram and I, I saw you uh, doing all different types of movement activities and with music and fun and creative as ever. And this, this podcast is about change and creativity. And as our bodies continue to change, you have giving, giving me some ideas for how to be creative. So what, what was your health and fitness journey? How, how did you get into it? You said you had a sports background. Well, you know, I, I had a sports background in the fact that I just loved playing sports, all kinds of sports. Um, I didn't, uh, I mean, I, I played, you know, intramural stuff, but I always, I just, I think quite honestly, I, I have a natural athletic ability. So I always gravitated to that. Even when I'm in my studio, I'm always picking up balls, doing things, always playing around. And so that's the, probably the biggest uh, word play. I would say to summarize what I do, I play with adults. I help them open up their idea of what does it mean to move freely, right? And move in natural way. We get so stuck in the ways that we are, uh, whatever life brings to us or whatever we decide to not do. I'm not much into motivation for people. To me, motivation is like surface stuff. I'm, I'm into just inspiring people. And if it speaks to you, wonderful, let's play. Let me help you open up uh, your mind, your creative mind. And it doesn't have to flow crazily, but if I can just help you um, have fun and, and loosen up. And when you leave 
whether it's a Zoom lesson with me or a live lesson with me, I also do lessons outside. When you leave, how do you take that out into your life? What are you doing? What are you looking at differently? How are you being different with yourself? And there's a, there's a freedom in that. And I think people just love that. They, they love that and they feel good about themselves. So when you feel better, you do better. And ultimately, you can be better for yourself. And this is every single day. This isn't like, I'm going to get there. This is every single day, being with yourself in that way. Well, what, what are some barriers that stop us from doing that? Uh, well, I would say there's three reasons, I think. These are my reasons that people don't move. One is that they, they don't have time. They think they don't have time. Um, they don't know what to do, or they hate it or they're bored by it. And so I took that idea several years ago. I'm like, okay, you don't have time for it. Do you have five minutes? Do you have 10 minutes? Let me show you what to do with nothing with yourself. And I'll tell you what, I'm not going to guarantee it, but it's not going to be boring. It's fun. It's, um, it's mixing up movements. It's all about mixing up movements. There's so many things that you can do uh, without using anything, right? But I think that's the thing. People think they need to have to go somewhere. It's like looking out into the bright and shiny. What can I do when what you can do is standing right in you, around you? Um, and I think that's a bar- That's one big barrier. Like, you know, I don't know what to do or I hate exercising. I, another way of, of helping people is helping them step into the start, right? Starting is the hardest part of getting going in anything. Exercise is one thing. And I, and I appreciate that. I respect that. And so uh, there's no big uh, push to, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. Just start off very, very slowly and just be consistent. I know that's easy to say, but that is a barrier for people. Even people that I see, I have clients that have been coming in literally for 20 years, same clients, and you know they enjoy it because we're always mixing things up. It's fun. It entertains the brain. Got to get that brain involved. That creative change happens there. So as, as far as the mindset then? If, if, if you're talking to someone who really needs to, to be moving, and I like the fact that you're not using the word exercise. Nope, that's a dirty word. <laughs> th- th- that is a dirty word. And I think movement, and you, you're talking about all ages. We're, we're sitting so much, right? We're sitting so much these days because we're on Zoom or whatever. Even those people that are getting caught up in their bodies, there's some simple stuff that you can do to open up, right? Open up these, these things that don't require you to go lifting heavy and going, getting tough on yourself, just standing up, being with yourself, saturate your stretches, right? It's like, how can you open up yourself? And and that's a big word as well. Just opening up uh, your joints and your availability to, to be with yourself in that way. Well, and I think when you, when you use the word open up, you're talking about opening up my mindset as well. And my identity of who I am as someone who moves. Yes. To me, that that's isn't that your first barrier is how do you get around my idea of yes. exercise and change? Yeah, you know, you know, that that's a that's a really that's a really good one. I I I don't, you know, I, I can say I don't try to change anybody's mind. I I don't market myself. I just I I whoever comes to me from what other people say, and sometimes I must say people that have been coming to me and they say, Hey, 
you got to go to Lisa. What does she do? They can't explain it. And neither can I. It's very hard for me to be very succinct in what I do. But once you step into, um, again, being with yourself in a different way, change comes, change kind of flows up from within you. And you feel differently, right? You feel differently. It's, it's not like, you know, as they say in Pilates, you're going to be feel taller and you're going to walk out like whatever. And you may, but you know, if it can organically come up um, rather than going head on to how do I change you? Well, here's a whole, whole educational thing that I can give you. And I try to educate people in little pieces. It's not like I'm going to tell you something. Here's what you got to do. How, how can you apply this in life functionality? How do you, how do you move around in the world? Well, and you know, the connection of movement with functionality, is that, is that what, what people ask you is when they come to you and say, I really want to be just more mobile or what, what's yeah, that first step? Yeah, that's a great question, Judy. Um, they come for different reasons. Uh, sometimes they come from being through with physical therapy. This is one aspect and they've helped themselves out in that way, but they don't know how to uh, layer that into their life of, I've been working on this one thing, but I, you know, they recognize maybe that they don't move right, or they're always hurting themselves, right? And if you're repeatedly hurting yourself, well, what are you, what are you doing wrong? And their minds are open to, how can I get better in this? Um, or even they, <laughs> they don't exercise, they don't like it. I have a lot of people like that. I just don't like it, but I like what we do in here. Right. And that's why people come. I can only I can only inspire people so much to take that out into the world, which, you know, which is which is a challenge to do. What is an easy step that you could tell someone to do that someone doesn't like and they don't see themselves as someone who exercises? I think it's sort of the self-concept issue as well. But what what one step might you give someone or one tip might you give someone to just change some things movement wise? Yeah, the one the one tip that I give people is the freest thing that you can do. Lace up and go for a walk. I mean, the walking, I believe, I think that ever since uh, COVID hit in the very beginning, especially there were so many people out walking that didn't usually walk. And they would go together or they would go by themselves. I just remember hearing about that. And that still stands. It's like the easiest thing that you can do, even if it's not right around you, and even if you have to get into your car, but going to walk, especially being outside, that's the biggest thing. Get, don't go on the treadmill or the dreadmill, as I call it. It's like, get yourself outside in nature, reconnect. It helps you to not only do something good for yourself physically, but it connects your senses to nature. And um, I would hope that people would feel good from doing that. And, and just little bit by little bit, like I said, just maybe 10 minutes. I think 10 minutes is a good place to start to, to do something such as walking or to do something such as just free range movement, right? So there's so many different ways to, to move your body uh, that don't require you to pick up anything or to go anywhere. So that that's that's kind of uh, my advice. great tip. Go walking. Yes. Yeah, great tip. Well, can can you share a success story of someone who, w- without saying names, but can you share a success story of someone who, who really didn't see themselves as someone who exercised or m- moved and who improved? Hmm. 
you know, I've got a lot of those kind of people, quite honestly. Um, and the success stories come in um, rather than just saying one person. Um, part of part of what I do is I get to see the change in people without asking for it, without saying, "Hey, you know, do you feel that? Do you do you see what we're doing is different?" But rather, I'll get texts from people. Hey, you know what? I I did this, and I was able to. Uh, I just got a text actually last week. Uh, one of my clients, she delivers meals for Meals on Wheels. And we've had a lot of snow here. And there's snow pushed up along the sides of the street. And she has to go over these, you know, these big bunches of snow. And a, a big thing in, in this kind of weather is falling, right? So being able to hold on to all these meals and being able to navigate over snow, deliver them and come back. These sort of things are super meaningful when I hear back from somebody saying, this is how I put my lesson into practice. Anybody that continues to come and I hear stories, it's just, it's just super uh, enriching for me to um, you know, keep, keep going with what, what I can help people out with. Well, and, and part of that is you're helping people live their life more fully. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly right. You know, mobility is one word that comes up a lot. I mean, mobility, I just actually did a post on this this morning on Instagram of um, mobility is being able to move freely and naturally. And we all want to do that, right? I have the saying, act now, save yourself later, right? If you do stuff now, I don't care what age you are, and do it on a consistent basis, doesn't have to be every day, and do it purposefully and paying attention to yourself, because that's the biggest thing that hopefully as we age, you're going to save yourself. You're going to save yourself and you'll be stronger. You'll be more functional. You'll be more aware. You'll be tuned in. And, um, you know, paying attention is, is one of the biggest things. Move, moving intentionally. Yes. Paying attention is situational awareness is one of the biggest things, right? So we can save ourselves a lot by paying attention and paying attention to when you're moving, right? It's not just, I don't, uh, when I'm with people, it's not, you're following me. It's let me show you what we're going to do. And then I'm going to walk around and I'm going to, I'm going to watch you and I'm going to help you help yourself so that when you leave here, you have something in mind of a lesson that you learned that you can layer in through the week. So yes, moving intentionally is, is a really, really big piece. Well, and I, I love to watch your Instagram every day. I see what, what is Lisa going to do today? (laughs) No pressure there, but I do wonder what, what are you going to do next? Because I find that every time I watch and it's move more today on Instagram, correct? It is. Yeah. Move more today. So uh, our listeners can, can watch that, take a look at that. Uh, because every day Lisa is posting something and it's very simple things that all of us can do. Maybe not as creative. And I love your choice of music a lot of times. Yeah. So, so I think that's something that, you know, you're reaching a lot of people uh, through social media as well, giving us an idea of something we might do if we get to target early and we're in the parking lot, for example, <laughs> right? That is right. Yes, that is right. You know, you, the opportunities are all around. It's, 
it's opening up your mind to just seeing these movement opportunities and, um, you know, keeping an open mind because everywhere that there they are. So yes. And, and I, and the one thing that I like to inspire people on is, is it can be very simple and it can be anywhere. And so that's why I, I don't pay mind to, uh, is this going to teach somebody a lesson when I post on Instagram? It's just, can it inspire you? Even if it doesn't look the same way of what I just did, just let it inspire you to do something else. I actually do get a lot of little notes from people saying, you know what? I was inspired by this. I love it. So that's great. Well, and and I think too, it kind of gives us the idea and it gives us permission, sort of. I think we need permission sometimes yes. to just yes. be and yes. be a little more playful. And you, we talked about play at the beginning of our conversation. And I think, what what would you tell adults about play? Yeah, play is, my gosh, uh, you know, it is permission to play because we get so um, either one end of lazy where we get too rigid and we think we have to do this play is, I don't even know where play is in that play is somewhere over in the other field, but, but giving people permission to play. And I, I do a lot with just balls and I literally throwing balls to people, they get giddy. It's like, wow, this is great. But I do it for patterning. I do it for patterning coordination and, and we're sneaking in play. And then all of a sudden somebody's very, very light about themselves. We need, well, I don't, I shouldn't say we need, it's a wonderful thing if we can lighten up. And one way is, is to play and to uh, not be so restricted in what we think that we can do and um, experiment. It's all an experiment. When, even if you've done something a thousand times, we're always experimenting with movement each time we step into it. And, and that's a really cool thing. And um, I'll probably go to the grave saying that it's just, you know, there's so much opportunity out there. I love it, but you'll be moving until you get there. I know. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> Lisa, thank you for joining me today on Changing Creativity. You've given us some great insight and some motivation and some, uh, some ideas for how to keep movement going in our lives. Thank you so much, Judy. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you for listening to Stories of Change and Creativity. Check out our show notes for more information about this episode. You can find this podcast on any of your favorite streaming platforms. And remember, if you have a story to tell or know someone who does, reach out to me at judyoscom.com. Thanks for listening.